Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Let's Mom Bitch. I am your host, Alonda, and I'm so happy you chose to tune in today. How was your week? Mine was very good. There was no work drama. The week went by smooth. Um, We were kind of slow this week because a few of our providers were off. But I mean, I guess you would say slow and steady. It wasn't extremely slow. Like we weren't just twiddling our thumbs all day, but um, it just wasn't as busy as it usually is. So sometimes you need that little break. So I was happy that it was kind of slow. Um... Nyla met her cousin for the first time. Shay's sister had a baby last October, and it's her first child. And um, this is the first time that they've been able to make it to Georgia since having the baby. Um, They're actually planning on relocating to Georgia, I guess, to be closer to, you know, us, her family. Um, So they're looking for houses and you know, I just really look forward to them moving here because I would really love for Nyla to have her little cousin to grow up with. They can look out for each other while we're looking out for them. <laughs> and they're so close in age, only months apart. So, hey, I think it would be awesome. It's like her growing up with a, a little sister. And then, of course, she has her big brother to protect her. So, and shoot, she has big sisters and another big brother <laughs> that's out of state but you know they'll be checking in and visiting and looking out for her so yeah I just really look forward to that um speaking of Tristan he received another excellent report card I've never had any trouble with Tristan in that area he always go to school pay attention he's well behaved if he doesn't understand something he asks And, you know, that's why, you know, Tristan can pretty much do what he wants to do on the weekends. He can stay up as late as he wants to. He can stay up until about 930 during the week. He wakes up for school. He pays attention. I mean, he can really get what he wants for me as long as he keeps that up, you know. Um, Last year, his teachers contacted me and said that he was receiving an award at the second grade award ceremony. And, you know, not to say that I didn't think nothing of it, but you know how those kids' ceremonies be. They sometimes give them awards for, you know, like silly stuff. Like, um, I don't know, best dressed and best personality, which that's not silly, but I'm just saying it's not serious topics, I guess you would say. But no, he received like eight awards. I was so shocked about that because I just didn't know that he was as good as, you know, as I don't know what to say. I just didn't. I knew he was smart, but I didn't know that he was like eight awards smart. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I was just so happy. It was like AB on a roll and, you know stuff for his accomplishments and music class and science and all this stuff it was it was awesome so he continues to do good and now we owe him a skating party he loves skating so we promised him that we would take him skating sometime within the next couple weeks so we really look forward to that family outing 
Another new development is that Nyla has started crawling. (laughs) For weeks, she's been like getting up on her knees and rocking back and forth and acting like she's about to go somewhere, but then she doesn't. She'll sit back down or she'll start whining because her knees won't move. But yesterday when we were visiting um, her aunt, uncle, and cousin, all of a sudden she just took off and started crawling. Well, it's actually more like a crawl walk where she tries to stand up with one foot and crawl with the other, which is the same thing that Tristan did. But um, hey, she's moving around and now we have to start baby poofing the house. Like it happened so fast. Like, I mean, we just didn't expect her to start crawling right now. So now we have to make sure everything's picked up, get some of those um, socket covers for the electrical socket, make sure there's not stuff she can pull down and hurt herself and keep a close eye on her because she's definitely going to be moving. So lately, you know that I've been sharing like certain news reports that's been shocking, you know, triggering to me. Um, But before I get into that, I do want to go back to last week's episode where we were speaking about the Georgia Bulldogs players that um, that um, got killed in the car accident. And I just want to correct myself because I don't want to spread, you know, wrong information. So the the one player, I believe his name is Devin. Let me see. Devin Willock. And then the recruiting staff member was Chandler LaCroix. And they both were the ones that died in the car accident. They were in the same car. Then there's another player named Jalen that recently got arrested or a warrant was issued for him. Because come to find out, he was racing with them, like in his own car. So they apparently were killed because they were racing cars. They were also intoxicated, to my understanding. And then now they done found out that he may have been racing with them. So they issued some charges against him. But I think last week I was saying that um, that um, they were all in the same car or something. And he was driving or something like that. Something that I said was wrong. And I knew I wanted to correct it. So, um, yeah. Um, and if I'm still wrong, <laughs> or if there's been more reports, then somebody can email me or DM me and let me know. But at any rate, it's an unfortunate situation. And I hate that, you know, people lost their lives because of it. So prayers up to their families. All right. So there is another a news report that was very devastating to hear. And it happened in, let me see if I can pull it up. I believe in Ohio. Let me see. So 19-month-old twins um, drowned in a backyard pool because the grandmother left the back door open. And um, apparently they were unattended for about 10 minutes. They got out the the back door. They um, 
got into the pool and um unfortunately they died and man man that's tough that's a tough situation because first of all we can't judge these people because they could be the type of people that always pay attention to their kids and always make sure the door is locked stuff is picked up so they can't get into it or whatever the case may be and then one day you slip up and then something like this happened and then I just I really hope like the family and all of that is not being extremely hard on the grandma because she'll probably never forgive herself or it'll be hard for her to forgive herself for being the one to leave the door unlocked for them to get out but at the end of the day you know you should not leave toddlers unattended for any amount of time I know that's easier said than done but they're fast and they get into stuff fast and you know you just want to try to avoid unfortunate situations like this so prayers up to that family man the family and the friends and especially those parents because I've never experienced it and I hope I never will experience it because your kids are supposed to outlive you but my mom has experienced it twice in in losing two of her children and I know that that's something that you'll probably never get over so prayers up to that family and I just pray for healing and understanding and you know just allow them to be able to cope the best way that they can the most positive way that they can and support one another through this tragic time Okay, and then the incident that I was just talking about with the um, twins that died um, in the pool, it happened in Oklahoma City, not in Ohio. So I just wanted to make sure I um, corrected that before I moved on. So the next thing I want to discuss is how um, Georgia will ban most gender-affirming procedures in hormone replacement therapies for transgender people under 18. Um, I'd have to say that I agree with that. Um, I don't discriminate against people. I think it's so stupid to discriminate against people for the color of their skin, for you know, whether they're straight or gay or whatever you can discriminate on people about. I don't condone that whatsoever. Um, If you are a girl and you want to be a boy or you feel like you're supposed to be a boy and vice versa, I don't knock you. I believe you. I believe that that's what you really want or that's what you really feel like you should be. And you should have the right to make that decision. However, I do not agree with minors being allowed to have such a drastic surgery and to go through such drastic lengths in order to change from one sex to another because although I don't have a problem with and I don't discriminate against gay people or you know people who you know would rather be another sex I just think that kids change their mind too much throughout their childhood for 
adults to allow them to take such drastic measures, if that makes sense. Um, For me, and this is my belief, I'm not knocking anybody else's beliefs, but my belief is if you were born a girl, you're supposed to be a girl. And if you were born a boy, you're supposed to be a boy. And there's certain circumstances where it happens on rare occasions that there's a hermaphrodite and they're born with both sexes, you know, male genitals and female genitals. And at that point, it can be determined which sex they're going to be. But I do not agree with children being allowed to get hormones and have sex change surgery because what if they wake up five years later like what did I do and I I just can only imagine how the next generation of people are going to be mentally after being allowed to take such drastic changes at young ages so As controversial as it may be, I absolutely agree with Governor Kemp in this situation. Um, And this is probably one of the only times that you hear me saying that I agree with Governor Kemp. But I just don't agree that minors should be allowed to have this stuff done. Now... You can't change how somebody feels. And if they turn 18 and they're still adamant about wanting to change their sex, then they're at the age where they're able to do so. And they're an adult and they're able to make those decisions. But I feel like as a parent, we should not teach our children that drastic things such as having surgery to change your sex is okay and okay to do at any age you understand what I'm saying now I would love to hear y'all views on this so please email me at letsmom.b.podcast at gmail.com or send me a dm on instagram at letsmombitch hey If you have something to say that can challenge, you know, my opinion, I love to hear what you have to say. But again, I just don't think that that was something that's that should be allowed to happen in general for a minor. When you're an adult, you can do what you want to do. I had went back and forth about doing an episode about this same subject. Um just off the strength of hearing all the stuff that's going on with um Dwayne Wade's daughter. I think it's Zay Zaya or Zeta Wade. And um she is a beautiful little girl. They've tr- they've allowed her to transition. Um I'm not a hundred percent sure if they've allowed her to have a sex change. Or if she's just, you know, transitioning her features and her clothes and all this stuff like like she's a girl. Um, No, I don't agree with it. Again, these are children. 
shit, I'm 40 years old and just now figuring out what I might want in life. Whatever I hadn't filled, figured out from be in the past to now, like you're still figuring stuff out. So to make such a drastic change at a young age, I just don't agree with that. And then all this, the backlash and this public attention that that young lady is getting. Um, and I have to call her a young lady because they've allowed her, they've changed her name. They've allowed her to turn into a young lady. So I have to respect that. But I just don't agree with the the age that the, these young people are allowed to transition. So, hey. All right, so a couple weeks ago, I was telling you all about the new segment, Fuck That Job. And um, I did my Fuck That Job moment for that week. And I did mention that it's not something that I'll do every week because I may not have a Fuck That Job moment. But I got one for y'all this week. (laughs) Here in Georgia, in Gornett County at a middle school, for whatever reason, a teacher was, I won't say she was cursing out the kids, but she definitely gave them a piece of her mind. And, you know, I'm new to this podcast and stuff, so I don't know how to play an audio clip or anything yet. So I'll just read to y'all what was said. So somebody, I guess one of the students was recording and the teacher was heard. This is a middle school students now. The teacher was heard saying, y'all act weird, joking and laughing and all, and it's all funny. But y'all keep that same energy and see me on the street. Keep that same energy because y'all are tough. I'm sorry I'm a little different. Maybe I'm too hood. I don't know. But right now, I don't want y'all talking to me. If you have an attitude about it, take it up with my boss. I don't care. I'm just telling you how I'm feeling. Leave me alone. Now, once that video or recording went around, of course, parents was mad that she was talking to the kids like that. And um, I believe she done got fired since then. So, hey, she said, fuck that job. On one hand, yes, if I was the parent, didn't know what was going on and I heard that, I would be upset. I don't know that I would want her fired because I just don't feel like what she was saying was so bad that she should be fired. But um, it definitely wasn't professional. It wasn't appropriate. But then I would like to hear the backstory because like I talk about, there are some badass, disrespectful kids um and they come to school acting up talking back to the teachers and then you meet their parents and they talking back to the parents and ain't nothing happening to them so for that lady to be saying all of that some kids in that class had to been being unruly not saying what she said was right and she done lost her job because of it but at the same time why y'all reported that lady y'all need to be checking y'all children y'all i would have wanted to know well what happened and who did what and was my child involved in it because all of that needs to be you know 
taken care of at home. So I don't know. But the lady ended up getting fired. Um, and maybe it was good for her because, you know, it sounded as though she was burnt out and aggravated for her to act in that way towards them children. So um, good luck to her. And um, shit, I don't know what to say. Uh, hopefully there be a new teacher that's able to handle the stress of the job and just remove whatever students causing problems out of the class and just handle it in a more professional way because hey I don't play about my children either so definitely if I felt some type of way she would have got reported but there's always another side to the story so that's all I can say so to that lady who lost her job it didn't sound like she gave a fuck about her job anymore so fuck that job All right, let's get into today's topic, toxic relationships. I was actually having a conversation with a few co-workers. Um, and what prompted the conversation was apparently in Texas, this man, and let me pull up his name because everybody need to name this Everybody need to know this pussy ass nigga's name because he done did some shit that's unforgivable. <laughs> I would say that I can't believe it, but stuff like this happens. Let me pull up his name and I'll tell you about it. DeAndre Flanagan. Um, he allegedly killed his two year old daughter on FaceTime because I guess he thought the the um no he didn't think the mom was cheating I think she had moved on like they weren't in a relationship anymore and um he was arguing back and forth with her about that and he took it out on his own daughter and um it says on Monday morning, DeAndre picked up his daughter from her daycare. Then he went to Walmart where his daughter's name is Zavea. So he went to Walmart where Zavea's mother worked and allegedly demanded to see her cell phone. Once she gave him the cell phone, he allegedly hit her multiple times and then fled with Zavea in a vehicle. A police chase ensued. Eventually, the mother made contact with, you know, Flanagan, the baby daddy, on FaceTime. And then it says he got angry after he asked for the cell phone password but didn't receive it. So he starts hitting and choking his daughter while the mom was still on FaceTime and watching the attack. And then after the call was ended, he then called his stepfather and said Zavea was gone. So the police pursuit lasted for 45 minutes. And once he was caught, the little girl was taken to a local hospital where she was pronounced dead. 
So now he's charged with murder and is currently being held on a $2 million bail. So the mom is saying that she told the authorities over and over again that something was going to be wrong. And basically they didn't believe her or they didn't take it serious. And now this two-year-old is dead at the hands of her father. So when my co-workers started talking about it, I hadn't heard about the story. And it was very hard. It's hard for me to listen to a story about a child being abused and murdered like that. Like it really enrages me. And then to find out it was the father, like just thinking about how much Nyla loves her dad. And I mean, yeah, we're together and he's not crazy like that. But just to imagine this daughter, I think uh, the mom made a comment. I think she was she was telling her baby dad, excuse me, that she loves you. Why are you doing this? This is your daughter. Why are you doing this? What was going through this child's mind knowing that her dad was doing this to her, somebody that she loved, somebody she thought that would protect her. You know what I'm saying? But then that's us on the outside looking in. Maybe that child didn't think that her father would protect her. Maybe you kids be knowing, kids be knowing who to fool with and who not to fool with. So we don't know the backstory of that, but I know that a two-year-old lost her life far too soon in the most horrific way. And I hope that they give him the death penalty. He needs to be electrocuted, lethal injected, shit, firing squad. I don't care. But he can't live knowing that he done killed his daughter. Like, I, I just can't see him living a life. Even, shit, prison life is good for some people. You know what I'm saying? Like, some, some of them inmates are running that shit. Like... They like being there. They might get out and do whatever they got to do to get back in there because that's their home. Like, he don't get to enjoy no luxuries. And uh, nine times out of ten, he's probably going to get killed in prison by other inmates after they find out what he did. So, anyway, that brings us to today's topic, which is toxic relationships. And when I was talking to my coworkers, we were talking about like red flags, like how we need to start paying attention to red flags in relationships. And it's not just crazy men. It's crazy women as well. Shit. I mean, this conversation can get so deep because first we have to start with being able to tell when somebody is thrown off. And that's the word that I use for somebody who just seems a little off. They seem a little weird. They seem like they don't have it all. Um, my um, my cousin's husband used to say his elevator don't go to the top floor. Like all of those references for somebody who's thrown off like... If you can tell something's not quite right with somebody, I mean, I know everybody needs love, but you have to be mindful 
of those situations and you might have to pass on those situations because if somebody's thrown off you can't be surprised a couple of years down the line when they do some old crazy nut ass shit like i mean not i'm definitely not talking about anything like what happened to this little girl that's drastic but i'm talking about stuff in general where people be busting out your windows and slashing your tires and stalking you and all that stuff all that stuff is kind of common in relationships now you know what i'm saying in toxic relationships um so you have to be able to recognize red flags and even if it's not a situation where the person is thrown off like If somebody is like looking through your phone all the time, accusing you of stuff all the time, like obsessed about that. Now, don't get me wrong. I looked through a phone a time or two in my day and my phone has been looked through a time or two as well. Um, But like when you first like as soon as you get in a relationship with somebody, you looking through their phone like. I could kind of understand that when I've done it, it's because that person did something to make me not trust them. But if you just meet somebody, you only been with somebody a month (laughs) and you're already looking through their phone, wouldn't it be more beneficial for you to just break up with them? Because obviously you don't trust them. So why are we continuing in this toxic cycle because now we about to be looking through phones now we about to be on their ass accusing them of shit all the time when you didn't even have a valid reason in the first place maybe you were just insecure maybe that's just how you are in relationships maybe you're controlling and possessive i don't know but somebody who's with you needed to take that red flag and be like well let's pump the brakes on this real quick you know what i'm saying And let me keep it moving because clearly you're not secure enough within yourself to be in this relationship. You know what I'm saying? Um, Or situations that I've been in in which, you know, you can't even go out with your homegirl without that man blowing up at you. And you've given him absolutely no reason to act like that but he's acting like that again because he's controlling and possessive or she's controlling and possessive you it don't matter whether you and this is my belief it don't matter whether you are just in a relationship or whether you're married you're still your own person and he or she is still their own person you can't stop people from talking to anybody You can't stop people from going places like you don't get to control their moves and their actions. But what you can do is lay everything on the table and let them know what you're not going to stand for and what you're not going to put up with in a relationship. And if those things happen, then you need to get your shit and go. But people don't do that. People ignore red flags and then something extreme happens like the person puts their hands on the other person. Um, The person is stalking them. The person is starting shit with their friends and family. 
um, people has gone so far as to throw acid in people's face, uh, shoot up their car, their house, kill them, do something to their children. Like, and I guarantee you that nine times out of ten, there was some red flag that should not have been ignored. But I could be wrong. Maybe they were the perfect person. And then one day they just snapped. I don't think that's likely. I think that if they think back on it, um, even if it was something that was so minor that you thought would be okay to look past, now something happens and now you're like, fuck, like I should have knew this because this was happening you know what I'm saying um I'd be really scared to be in situations in which cheating is going on I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say that I've never cheated or been cheated on I've definitely been cheated on and I've cheated before um But for me, nine times out of ten, if I cheated, I was out the door anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I cheated, the relationship that I was in ended within a couple of weeks of me cheating. You know what I'm saying? That's just my situation. Some people be in situations where they like being mistresses and and side chicks or side dudes and all that stuff. And they don't think twice about it. And those situations are scary. Or even if you have a man who is not or a woman who is not faithful and you choose to forgive that person that shit gets scary because you're at the end of the day somebody's feelings are getting played with somebody's feelings are getting hurt and some people are not stable enough to take that heartbreak and that pain and then they they want to come after the person that they think ruined their relationship. And nine times out of ten, they're not coming after their man or their woman who was cheating on them. They're coming after the, the side chick or the mistress or the person that they done cheated with or the person that they done moved on with. And I always have that in the back of my head when I'm in relationships because even if it was a even if it was a honest situation where you know, you met somebody, y'all got in a relationship or whatever, but somebody from their past hasn't let them go yet. You don't never know who's going to run up on you and, you know, try to attack you or start some shit with him while you're around and then you're in this big old mess. So I'm really, I've forgiven people who's cheated on me before and I've stayed in relationships with them before. Um, but I don't necessarily suggest it just for the simple fact that you don't know what type of entanglement that you're getting yourself caught up in. You know what I'm saying? A woman in Mississippi, a 28-year-old woman, shot her husband on Facebook Live. Um, she 
she was live streaming, you know, talking trash about the husband. You know, I don't remember word from word, word for word, but basically, you know, the he ain't shit, he don't do this, he don't do that, he's always out in the street, blah, 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 that type of stuff. First of all, before I continue, why are y'all doing that? Why are y'all putting your personal business on Facebook? That shit's not cute. Like, yeah, people's gonna tune in because everybody like drama. I don't care who you are. Everybody like drama. You see some people arguing on the street corner, you gonna stop and try to listen to see what the fuck is going on. Everybody like drama. But why are you doing that for Facebook? Even with like Facebook posts. Why are you doing that? Like that shit's childish as fuck. But anyway, she was on live. She was talking shit. Her mama, I guess it was, was in the background. You know, talking shit with her or, you know, just talking about it with her. I don't know if she was talking shit or not. I don't remember. But then you hear the husband in the background arguing back with her. And then he was saying he was about to leave. Then you hear some silence. First, you see the girl on the video. And then after a few minutes, like maybe she put the phone down, dropped the phone, something. You heard the man saying, get off of me. Um, I believe it was a man saying, get off of me. I don't know. I think they took the video down. But anyway, somebody was saying, get off of me. Um, he said he was leaving. Then you don't hear anything anymore. Next thing you know, you hear gunshots. And then whom I'm assuming is the mama started hollering and screaming. And then the girl that shot her husband was like, I don't want to go to jail. Well, bitch, you going to jail. <laughs> You're going to jail, number one, because you streamed the shit live. Number two, if I was the damn lawyer or if I, you know, was the jury and I didn't hear nothing else in the background, like didn't hear him attacking you or anything like that, and then gunshots, and then you saying, I don't want to go to jail, you're convicted. You're getting life. You're getting the death penalty. Like, you should have just let the man leave. And now you done did this in front of this man's kids, in front of y'all kids. And now the your kids are not going to have a mom or a dad. Now, I'm sure there were some red flags in that relationship. If he wasn't shit, you should have left him alone. You should have got a divorce. The man said he was leaving. You should have let him leave. You can't make somebody stay no damn where. Let him go. You understand what I'm saying? Um, Now you about to go to jail for the rest of your life. You about to get the death penalty. Whatever they do in Mississippi. Like, you, what did that do for you? What did trying to make that man stay stop cheating on you whatever it is he was doing it was making you upset if you was that upset about whatever that man was doing it wouldn't it have been more beneficial for you to leave him alone but hey who am i to say anything because sometimes it's easy to fall into or stay in a toxic situation sometimes that's easy i was married before my husband wasn't shit after um I want to say a week after we got married, a bitch that he was fucking with said she was pregnant by him. 
<laughs> and then throughout the marriage, like throughout the year or whatever it was that I actually stayed with him, um, it was just continued issues with this girl and him. And it got toxic for me because number one, I shouldn't have stayed. I shouldn't have been arguing with no bitches about him. And it's not like I was seeking out the bitches and trying to find them and starting shit with him like a lot of women do. These bitches is bold and calling me or answering his phone when I'm with him, when um, when me and him are the, uh, answering his phone when they're together um, and trying to pop off at me like they were somebody special. Bitch, I'm the wife. Like, he's married to me. Our shit is legal. What you arguing with me for? You, you understand what I'm saying? Um, and then I let that shit get to me. And um, I remember one time he um, had the bitch drop him off at our house. And I happened to be, I had just got home. I happened to have been in my car. And I had this long, like, where we park at was in, like, the back of the house. So I had backed my car into the um, parking spot. So I was able to see, you know, the street or whatever. And so um, I backed in. I didn't know he was coming home. And um, I just happened to see the chick car pull up. And I'm like, oh, hell no. So I walked up um, to the car and I saw this big... It was one of those concrete blocks. I saw the concrete block and I picked up that block because at this point, I'm so angry. This stuff had been going on for a while. It just had been weighing on me and stressing me out. And her windows was tinted. So I was about to bust her window out to get him out the car. And I know that sounds crazy, but like I, it was a feeling at that time like... I know he didn't just pull up with this bitch, or I know this bitch ain't just pull up to my house. So I'm about to do something drastic to let them know you fucking with the wrong person. You know what I mean? So as soon as I picked up that concrete block, she put that car in drive and flew, you know, flew around the corner, whatever. And clearly he didn't come home that night, but... That's a situation that I should have left alone from jump. From I don't think that there was. I can't remember that there was too many incidents prior to us getting married. Nothing that made me not want to marry him, but um, I definitely should have got an annulment or a divorce or something like that after she had said that she was pregnant by him. Um, a week after we got married so years went by I had left him years went by and then um, I just happened to be on Facebook one day I had since moved out of state and everything Um, I happened to be on Facebook one day and I came across the girl page and I saw that she had changed the child's name because when she had the baby, I was still with my husband, and the agreement was he was supposed to get a paternity test prior to him seeing the baby, signing the birth certificate, whatever the case may be. 
of course, around the time that she was supposed to have the baby, he disappears. And then come to find out she done had the baby. And um, he done named, they done named the baby. I'm not going to say the name, but they done named the baby like a name and then gave him um, my husband's first and last name. So it was like the first name and then it was my husband's first name as the child's middle name. And then, of course, our last name. And didn't even know if the baby was his. So years later, I would happen to be on Facebook. And I'm not going to lie. You know, periodically, you go checking people's pages or whatever. I know people be lurking on my shit. And I be lurking on other people's shit. So what? So I happen to be um, lurking on her shit. Or, you know, I think her name had popped up in something. And then I was like, well, let me just click on this page and see what's been going on. And, um, the child's name was a different last name. I was like, what the hell? So I contacted, um, my ex-husband's sister, whom I'm still cool with. And, um, asked her about it. And she was like, yeah, they got a paternity test and the baby wasn't his. And I was so petty at that moment. I mean, I I did what I just said. I don't know why people do, but I posted this Facebook status because you have to understand that shit that was happening in my marriage was public. And it wasn't public because of me. It was because public because of them. Because she would be posting pictures of him and her together as a profile pictures. Back then, they had MySpace. Back then, we had MySpace. So on MySpace, she would be posting pictures of them on there. And then people would run back and tell me, oh, they're in this picture together. And I'd see it. And it'd be an argument. She'll be posting statuses. She was trying to tag me and shit. And um, she was like um, posting shit on my page under pictures and stuff like that. So that's when I had changed my whole Facebook profile to private. And then um, the stuff that I would make public, um, well, the stuff that I make public, you can't do anything with. But as a matter of fact, I think I kept my page public, but I made it so if somebody tagged me in something, that tag would have to be approved. So I would see it first. So like she would keep tagging me and stuff. So everybody knew the stuff that was going on. They made what they was doing very public. So I made this big status. I was like, you know, um, he done lost his marriage and all this stuff for this um, this bitch that, you know, didn't even know who the fuck her baby daddy was, blah, 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 whatever. But I was talking shit about him as well and all this stuff. And um, I just wanted it out there that that wasn't his baby because it was just so much stuff that transpired in that situation and I wanted to be petty with them so um that was one of my toxic situations that I shouldn't have I'm glad that it didn't escalate into something such as what happened with this young lady because the anger that was in me at that time had I had had a gun, it could have possibly ended up being a situation like that. Because you just don't know, like you like to think that you are a good person and you're not on no shit like that. But when your feelings are hurt and when when you're 
you know, mentally messed up by a situation and, and you're not thinking straight, like things can happen in the heat of the moment that you'll regret in the long run. And I feel like that's possibly what happened with this young lady in Mississippi. She just was so tired and frustrated. And it's a lot for, for moms, especially you're raising the kids, you're married to somebody, you're putting up with the stress of the stuff that you have to do, work, taking care of the kids, the embarrassment of the person cheating on you or mistreating you, the heartbreak, the pain. And then some people just be like, fuck it. And they do what they do and it's unfortunate. So all I can say is prayers up to that family, prayers up to those children. Hopefully they'll be able to get some type of therapy or help that they need to cope with this situation because they're about to grow up with no parents. Um, Hopefully they have good family members that will take them in and care for them the way they need to be cared for. And um, I pray for the young lady to be able to get some help for herself. That help's probably going to be in prison, but um, I know some prison systems try to do things to help people mentally and educationally and things like that. So hopefully she'll have that opportunity. And um, I mean, like I said, I could talk about this subject over and over I can ramble about it because there's so much stuff that I can say about it. But at the end of the day, like I just really think that we all need to just recognize red flags and people and handle it accordingly and in a you know timely manner because when you let a situation get too far out of hand, it ends up like these situations that we discussed today. All right, y'all. Well, let's go ahead and lighten things back up and let's do fishbowl combo. I'm going to go ahead and do three questions today. Question number one. What's the last concert you went to? The last concert that I went to was Mary J. Blige, and it was awesome. I always wanted to see her perform live, and I got to do that. Question number two. What would you suggest for someone that wants to work in your field? I feel like I've answered this before, but maybe not, so I'll go ahead and answer it. Um... It's not easy. It's not easy money. Um, Nursing is hard. You have to think about it. You're responsible for other people's lives, especially depending on which area you go into in nursing. So don't come into it thinking it's easy. Um, You'll end up having a love-hate relationship with it. Sometimes I want to be a nurse forever. Sometimes I want to change my profession Um, but 
You just have to have a positive mind. And um, you just really have to be a caring and compassionate person. It's not something that you can do for money because you will find out that no amount of money will allow you to put yourself in a messed up situation or put yourself in a situation where you could potentially get charges, go to jail for, for making a mistake, a mad error or something like that. I know you've been hearing a lot lately about nurses serving prison time for medication errors like things happen sometimes and sometimes these facilities will throw you under the bus to save themselves. so don't come in thinking it's an easy job and don't come in thinking that just don't come in you know for the money you have to it has to be something that you really want to do question number three Which picture in your phone gallery do you like the most? So there's a picture that was taken at Tristan's ninth birthday this year. And the picture is of Shay and Nyla. And they just looked, it was like the perfect picture. And it actually turned out to be one of my screensavers for a couple weeks. Um, They just looked it was like the perfect smile on her, the perfect smile on him. Like they looked good. It was just a perfect picture and I was so in love with it. All right. So I think that that will conclude the episode for today. Um, like I said, I could talk for hours and hours about toxic relationships. I know some of you have been in some. I've been in some. Um It's time, though, to start recognizing those red flags and making the decision to not continue your life down that path. Because as you can see, the outcomes for people has not been great. Um, They've been devastating. And um, who wants to go through that stuff? You're not happy if you're arguing and fighting and want to shoot and kill somebody. Um recognize those red flags and get out that's all i can say and that's for men or women recognize those red flags so i'm gonna leave you with the affirmation for today and that affirmation is i let go of things outside of my control like i said let it go uh pay attention to those red flags Again, if you want to reach out to me, my email address is letsmom.b.podcast at gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram at letsmombitch. Until next time, good night.